0: Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Slacker News, the podcast about all things tech. I'm Shane. I'm Martin. It is Friday the 1st of December 2017 and today we're going to be talking about (laughs) Amazon's new patent about uh, exploding drones. Elon (laughs) Musk's giant
1: battery in South Australia. Google offsetting 100% of their power. A big flaw in pretty much every cryptocurrency app in Android or multiple big flaws.
0: And of course the lovely
1: elephant in the room. Fine. No, not Vine. <laughs> net neutrality. Come on, do it for the Vine.
0: I've noticed that I say lovely about everything.
1: Yeah, you really—it's—it's it's lovely. I'm very positive. It's a uh, fascinating,
0: ironic. <laughs> ironic. That's not my—that's not me at all.
1: I'm quite a negative person generally. So,
0: net neutrality. What do you think?
1: Do you think it's bad? No. Ah, oh, boring. Yeah, it's—it's it's really hard to think about. You're like, am I in support of this or against this? Like, which way do, <laughs> Where? Which way is this being worded to me? So, a... if you don't know what it is, well, you probably do. Of course, you do. Everyone does now. <laughs> Everywhere. We're if you so- were on Reddit, like it puts a red in Reddit because all it was was just big red blocks of text saying, "Hey, we usually post memes, but we can't post memes if you have to pay extra for memes because we're all per millennials."
0: Yep, we're not
1: millennials. <laughs> we're not m- millennials. Millennials <laughs> is
0: right up to 1994. I looked it up. Mm. You're not a millennial.
1: It's 85 to... 1994. I looked it up yesterday. Look it up again today. No. I'll look it up. Why? (laughs) Because I've looked it up before as well. You're a millennial. You're not a millennial. You're you're Gen Gen Z. Gen Z. Isn't
0: that the new Pokemon game? (laughs) Hey, Lamar. I'm cutting
1: that out. (laughs) Do I need to open the actual Wikipedia? Are you my hater? Do I have to dab on you? (laughs) You might. I'll tell you whether you have to dabber me or not. Oh, God. Oh, dear. So, uh, I opened Wikipedia, Mm -hmm. and the page is filled with a very long, like, they look like chat bubbles, or they are chat bubbles, of text telling you to donate to Wikipedia. Oh. And uh, you should. I will at some point in my life. But right now I'm doing the podcast and I want to know what Millennial is. And uh, they've got, they're even using emojis, so they're really... I, I thought they'd be me. going on about net neutrality. I think because it was like a week ago that people were worried
0: about it. <laughs> Still happening, was not the hot topic. Okay, so basically net neutrality is... You know
1: what, you're doing your thing. Get your Millennial shit ready. <laughs> <laughs> so, there are no precise dates for when this cohort starts or ends demographers which i assume demographers are, is that how you say that no demogorgons <laughs> and researchers typically use the early 1980s as a starting birth years as starting birth years and the mid 1990s to early 2000s as ending birth years but there's no citation so okay it doesn't matter so it's, it's all irrelevant wikipedia yeah that's yeah. why i'm not gonna donate until you can give me a citation on what a millennial is. I can't give you any money.
0: You're so fucking self-entitled, you millennial.
1: <laughs> it, uh, you know, I had, a uh, had avocado this morning. Ew. So, uh, that means I'm never going to be able to buy a house. Did yeah. You, did you see that? No. It's like, um, the real reason millennials can't buy houses because they're spending their money on avocados. <laughs> it's like some actual, like, fucking serious article. It's great.
0: Well, that was a good chat about net neutrality we just did. <laughs> Okay, net neutrality is the whole. The government, at the minute, regulates uh, a lot of what happens with internet providers. And in America, the FCC, they, the Federal Communication Commission, they want to stop doing that because it's tedious, and they have a few arguments. No, <laughs> you're dying.
1: I just so I just searched the millennial avocado thing. So here's some of the headlines millionaire tells millennials if you want a house stop buying avocado toast (laughs) that's from the guardian or from time.com avocados are why you can't afford a home millionaire says (laughs) so yeah stop uh stop buying avocado if you want your dream what's an avocado cost um i think it's like two euro for two avocados you are a madman but it's so expensive but you use like half of it but if you buy them like not in a package if you buy them like individually They're like maybe 80 cent each, which is a lot more reasonable. I heard there was a lot of theft in New Zealand in the avocado orchards. Really? Yeah. Do avocados Mm. grow in orchards? Yes. Never seen an avocado tree. Well, I don't know the orchard term for it. But A a school. A school of avocados. A free shivakadari. Oh, God. So if you were coming here to listen to a podcast about tech... And you got sidetracked by avocado-wielding millennials. (laughs) You understand exactly why net neutrality is important. Because you don't want to be looking for something and have something else jammed in the middle when you just want the content. And you have to pay to get rid of it. Yeah. So, net neutrality.
0: At the minute, uh, an ISP, internet service provider, is unable to throttle services in favor of other services. Because that's not a free internet. But the FCC are like, hmm... Well, maybe we're tired of, like, making them, you know, not throttle stuff. So let's let them throttle stuff. And basically, a result would be, I don't know, we have, we've got Sky Internet and Sky TV here. So say Sky Internet uh, decided, oh, we'll throttle Netflix, so use our online streaming service instead of going to Netflix.
1: So, yeah, yeah, that's that's the most common example, but it's, like, the clear you know a clear example like they have a clear incentive to make one thing shittier so you pay for something else
0: now a lot of their arguments are they want to they want to remove the regulation so there'd be more competition in say rural areas so that companies will fight to provide better service there but they mightn't do that yeah they
1: could just abuse the power (laughs) they could just be like listen guys if we all get together and like all go for this thing and we'll all make more money. And they'll all be like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Like, there were not actually any net neutrality laws until a couple of years ago. It was only brought in during, I think, probably the second term of the Obama administration. Yeah, it was 2015. 2015, yeah, so.
0: And then now the SEC want to repeal those, and I'm not... I don't know why. The, their arguments just don't
1: seem to be arguments. It's mainly, like, the head guy. He's just kind of become a poster boy for... Um, being a bit of a dingus
0: yeah he did uh one of those videos where he means uh, reads out mean tweets ah uh, everyone's like you suck and he's like well that's where you're wrong <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's where you're wrong kiddo
0: it's it's an ordeal like it's it's really dumb i i, I understand what what they're saying but they're wrong um because you know you can't you just can't trust businesses because businesses are always scummy and i know i said at the very start i was a very optimistic person and
1: very uh everything's lovely. not negative yeah
0: this isn't lovely this isn't lovely at all
1: net neutrality it's lovely <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty sure that would win them over like the whole fcc you just it's nice you, though you prepare for a big speech You're like, it's lovely <laughs> please <laughs> I uh, need it. <laughs> I need to play my video game.
0: Yeah, because what this could end up would with being, um, say, suddenly Sony go, hey, we don't want Xbox, you know, we want Xbox servers to be shit, so we'll pay a premium to the internet companies and then make your latency really bad for your Xbox games and everyone has a ping of 500 and they're like, I hate this.
1: Do you want to subscribe to the Xbox Fast Track package? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah.
0: Uh, i saw it summed up imagine that ea was your internet provider that's the sort of thing that could happen
1: <laughs> and if you're not into video games or the industry or anything like that ea are very bad so elon musk's giant battery is now delivering power to south australia
0: remember he made that big bet uh was it a hundred days or less or your
1: batteries free
0: yeah uh, did it is 63 days. That's a way to make of all of
1: your employees have a stroke. Yeah.
0: But like, ah, oh no. They couldn't have been that bad if they did it with 37 days to spare.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, I'm sure it was a hellhole. Like, yeah. I'm sure it was awful. It's like powering a town or something, isn't it? Like, it's built beside this town it's providing most of the power for that town or something. At least that's what I heard. So uh, someone was like, is this going to be the first town that explodes? <laughs> Because when you hear giant battery, <laughs> like, you're kind of like, yeah, it's the world's largest lithium ion battery. Yeah. So, yes, it could explode. Yeah. So, you know, like when you have like especially old MacBooks and stuff, they would like have swelling batteries. Yeah. And uh, I suppose iPods and stuff like that.
0: Or Samsung Galaxy Note 7s. 7. Yeah.
1: Uh, so just, you know, imagine that, but it's the entire power supply for a town. I think it's a town, anyways. I'm not sure. But is there any... See, it doesn't
0: say if it's a town, but the whole thing is it's it's meant to help with South Australia's um, power issues. Okay. So I'm, I don't know if they're going to be building more, but he got
1: it done in nearly half the time he said he would do it. Imagine anything that ambitious being done in 63 days. Do you think that he knew like, it would take 63 days? I'm pretty sure he's just like... His whole thing is like... I'll find a way. So, like, if he went to someone who was in charge of, like, architecting the building, the architect would be like, oh, it's going to take two days. He'd be like, why is it going to take two days? And the architect's like, ah, uh, we well, have to do this and this. And Elon's like, right, move the fuck over. <laughs> he brings up, like a, like, a Coursera course on how to architect. He gets it done in a day. <laughs> and then he, like, <laughs> hands it back to the architect and fires him. Like, I was reading a biography about Elon Musk. And uh, there's some of those kind of stories there where you just like do someone else's job better than them. Did he fire them or did he just? I think he was just like, here, do it better next time. Don't make me repeat myself. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. It's a. Uh, he seems like the kind of guy you wouldn't want to work for, but it seems like a great job as well. Yeah. Cause then you go? Oh, I worked for Tesla. Go me. And then everyone else wants to hire you. Yeah. Well, if you work for Tesla, it's like every car company is like, oh, we need some of them electric cars, because they're not for nerds anymore. Okay. I did the website, though, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) Even when you're working for Tesla, you're a web developer. Yep. I'm stuck. (laughs) Not to say web development's bad, just it's it's becoming so oversaturated. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I've actually, I think I've kind of just, like, accepted it, because... Recently, I was, like, listening to web development podcasts and, like, just reading more stuff and kind of buying into it. You know what? It's not so bad. It's fine. Yeah, it's it's all right. There's just then one guy comes along and goes, hey, I know CSS. And I'm like, no, I've been
0: defeated.
1: <laughs> you don't need to know CSS. Just make your website look like everyone else's website. And if you want a website that doesn't look like that, use Squarespace. Big guy, Sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So essentially, he's they're they're now powering. I don't. Know, they're they're. It's connected up to the grid. You know, can send electricity back. It can store it. I assume it's the,
1: just getting it from solar panels. I, it doesn't say, but I think it's just.
0: It's South Australia because it could be solar or wind or. Yeah.
1: Anything. Well, I mean, like solar's kind of his jam as well. So. Yeah, solar the city and all that. City. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Amazon patents self-destructing drone that falls apart in an emergency. So basically,
1: if it's dying, what happened now? (laughs) Sounds like me. Just falls apart in an emergency. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, go on. (laughs) Just had to relate there for a sec.
0: I don't know. Say it's flying. It's really windy. One of the one of the fucking propellers just dies. It can just now. It can split apart and then observe the area. Decide. Hmm. Rather than landing on that
1: lady, I'm going to split apart, so I only hit her a little bit. It's only a rain of shrapnel and not one big lump.
0: Yeah, um, but it's just it, it seems to be some sort of throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks.
1: Yeah, I mean, may as well. No one else is like doing it. You're kind of leading the whole thing. Yeah. So, so. they patent about twenty ideas. They
0: do two of them. One of them doesn't lead to a lawsuit. They're like, okay, let's go with this one. And then there's a whole... The, the regulations they'll need to get around if they're going, okay, so we have a drone and it explodes. <laughs>
1: uh, well, you, like, have you, they... So I know like Google did drone delivery, but I don't know if Amazon's actually used any of their research yet. Google were the ones who were doing the drone burrito delivery in Australia.
0: It says here, Amazon did it for like blood samples and stuff.
1: Ah, okay, but not actual home deliveries. Yeah, no, this was like some Mexican place was working with Google to deliver burritos in South Australia.
0: That's excessive. Yeah,
1: yeah but you know, hipsters and drones. And a hawk comes in and takes your dinner. <laughs> kangaroo punches. <her. laughs> they can't jump that high. They've got big legs. That's true. It's fair. You don't know how high they can jump. But Have you ever seen kangaroo jack? Yes, but I was like eight. Don't, it doesn't hold up. Okay. I, at least I don't think.
0: So you're telling me kangaroos can't talk.
1: Um, It depends what you've eaten beforehand. <laughs> if you're going around the Australian bush, picking up stuff and eating it, maybe some kangaroos will start talking. <laughs> so the patent,
0: the patent was, a, was granted, a, they were granted a patent for the uh, direct fragmentation
1: of unmanned airborne vehicles. So that's way less cool than blowing apart in midair. Yeah. Like...
0: Oh, see, they, they haven't decided yet. So that could mean part just you know it to slowly assemble, disassembles, or it could have tiny explosives on it that blow it to
1: pieces. Hmm. Okay. So what this just happens like when it's about to crash or when it hits something or yeah. So okay, if the propeller dies and it's not in a safe area to just fall. Ah, right. It goes okay. and explodes into dust. Got it. Okay. Yeah so if you buy something from Amazon yeah you shoot out a propeller yeah it explodes but your package still drops yeah then you say oh it crashed and then you get another package yeah well I mean you could pretty much already do that Amazon don't really care
0: yeah the, the, if, if your package is like a minute late they'll just send you out another one and then if the old one arrives you keep both yeah I haven't done this personally but I've heard that's how I got two copies of Super Mario World <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fell off the back of a truck. I didn't even play
0: them, it's really it was it was a complete waste of my time. <laughs> so the patent reads, during the fragmentation sequence, one or more parts or components of the UAV can be released. In doing so, the weight, speed, and air drag coefficient and other factors related to the UAV can be altered. So really it doesn't it's just anything at all. It just goes, Hey, this is falling. How do we make it not fall as aggressively? <laughs> And my personal opinion will be just have rockets. You should shoot straight up. What about a parachute?
1: That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> we need to slow something down in the air because it's crashing too hard. Yeah. I mean, if it's too windy, you don't want to use a parachute, I guess. I'm just saying send it into orbit so it just leaves. Team up with SpaceX. Yeah. Reusable drones. Yeah. Drones are reusable reusable rocket drones okay when they crash they land in a hyperlip stop (laughs) (laughs) and they drive a tesla back to the amazon gigafactory gigafactory yeah (laughs) that's musk's thing i think is that what the battery no the battery was different i think the gigafactory is like the big building that they're building to make all the batteries for america to make all like the superchargers and stuff he's like okay i can't make batteries you know good enough because uh getting all the parts and components makes making it too expensive i'll just make a factory so big it's called the giga factory (laughs) and uh i'll just make all the batteries there and that's what he did happily ever after
0: what a madman!
1: hold musky's eye so what have what have you made me yeah just in Um, general i made a circle with css yeah I reused it. Multiple parts of a website in different colors. Okay. Um, This one time, I used a Raspberry Pi for like 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) So now I'm a a growth hacker. A growth hacker? (laughs) You're like, you're hacking yourself? No, that's a biohacker. Oh. Growth hacking is like, it's just, it's like a really businessy buzzword that I don't understand. It's only about like business growth. But uh, it's weird. Oh,
0: you're like, oh, we have a million accounts. Do you say users? No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we have a million yearly active users. How long have you been, you know, in business? Three months. So we just multiplied everything by four.
0: <laughs> Not to the power of four.
1: Oh yeah, that's how years work. Okay. So <laughs> growth hacking <laughs> refers to a set of both conventional and unconventional marketing experiments that lead to growth of a business growth hackers are marketers engineers and product managers that specifically focus on building and engaging the user base of a business you are not a growth hacker this is written on wikipedia it's not you at all though it was definitely written by someone who thinks that they are a growth hacker oh okay they're not allowed to do that i mean they did (laughs) (laughs) i don't know how many people are looking this up on wikipedia but i agree i'm not a growth hacker Um, I'm not doing marketing experiments. It sounds a bit weird. So I made a script that scrapes
0: gambling websites and compares prices. And then I put that to no use at all. And it was done really poorly, like atrociously. And fuck, what else did I make? Oh, yeah, I copied and pasted the code from that internet archive for that game okay so i'm asking you because elon musk
1: made essentially paypal yeah
0: well he made something he made he made x.com that which got was good
1: it. enough to get bought by paypal which got was bought by ebay
0: yeah
1: okay so what i'm saying is we got new shit <laughs> so well the next so you know i just read out that growth hacker thing Mm -hmm. i was like this is like really you know self-congratulatory yeah the next line is growth hacking is more of a mindset than a tool set and the mindset and tool set the first layer is capitalized so this is just taken straight from someone's book their their ebook or something yeah apparently people make money on ebooks like people who don't conventionally write books write ebooks and somehow make money. Maybe they read a lot of them. Yeah, no, it seems to be the case. Like, people have, like, 12 books, and they started, like, two years ago. But I don't know. Maybe they must just be selling them through the Kindle store and, like, sales and shit. Yeah, and they're just really cheap. And people just, they're like, oh, this thing says I will be successful slash a good developer slash whatever. Oh, do you mean self-help books? Mm, not really. Self- they're more like business books or, like, sometimes even, like, developer books. or
0: A self-help book masqueraded as a
1: business book. <laughs>
0: You have it's just called do you want to be fucking rich
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sure, money can buy happiness <laughs> that's a quality book right there this is an article on slash dot dot org and an anonymous reader shared this report from high tech bridge which has a mobile app analysis offer that looks at apps and looks at what they do under the hood, in a way. So uh, it looked at the top 30 cryptocurrency apps in the Play Store at uh, three different popularity levels. So ones with up to 100,000 downloads, up to 500,000 downloads, and up, or more than 500,000 downloads. So 90 apps altogether, yeah. 30 from each. Of the most popular apps, 94% used outdated encryption. Fantastic. So maybe they're using like SHA-1 or something. And uh, what's outdated encryption?
0: Uh, it would be like uh, one thousand twenty-four bits instead of four thousand ninety-six. Okay. Because um, with with modern like the new AWS cloud computing, mm. well, no, I said the wrong cloud GPUs. Yeah. You can uh, you can crack uh, a four thousand ninety-six bit encryption key, I think, for like thirty grand. Okay,
1: that's like. But what? Oh, so you just like. You, you run them. You brute so, force it. But you run them in parallel so it doesn't take like yeah. that much time. It's just. It might be like 25
0: days, but the whole thing is it's doable. Yeah. Okay. And you, there are people holding a lot more Bitcoin yeah. and stuff than 30 grand's worth. Okay.
1: So that's like 4,000 is a good one, even though it can be broken so 4,000 is still good. Yeah. Anything
0: less than that, or like I think it's anything less than 2,000.
1: Okay. So I can't use SHA-1 then? No. Or 256? Well, SHA-1 had the collision. Yeah. So you you can't use it at all. You
0: should <laughs> use it like 356 or whatever it's called.
1: Um. So 66% didn't use HTTPS to encrypt user information in transit. It's not hard.
0: Just add an S. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you have to add two S's and an L. And you go to it'll
0: encrypt me, whatever. Let's encrypt. Let's encrypt. We we'll yeah. give you a free SSL certificate.
1: Yeah. So um, there we go. No excuse. Sixty-four percent of ninety apps that deal with what could arguably be called money. Yeah. But
0: and man, <laughs> I disagree. It's not money.
1: <laughs> and forty-four percent used hard-coded default passwords stored in plain text in the code. And uh,
0: well, you have to store a password in plain text if if it's a default one. Because how else are you going to get to it?
1: You can't encrypt the password. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... Overall, 94% were found to have at least three medium-risk vulnerabilities. One, no, why? Because they're on Android, and Android is inherently insecure. And there's people like me making them who are doing a college project in order to learn... Yeah, same, I get that. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I, I some of the problem is, you know, the fact that Android's so fragmented. Like uh Google's just like, here is Android, and phone manufacturers are like, okay, I promise I'll keep it up to date with security patches. Yeah. And then you buy a f- Motorola that has stock ROM and <laughs> hasn't been updated since January. <sighs>
0: <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. You were using an app there and it said that this-
1: you shouldn't use the Bluetooth. I was using the official Bitcoin wallet app for Android. <laughs> and every time I started up, it was like, turn off your Bluetooth because your version of Android is not safe and has a known Bluetooth vulnerability. So that's good. That's the app itself going like, we're not letting you use this. Yeah. But come on, Motorola, you're owned by fucking Google. <laughs> like, there's no need. Uh <laughs> oh. That was a bit triggered by that. A little bit. Yeah. Little bit. I mean, it was my phone. It was a lower-end one, but they still said I was going to get Android 8 in March. And it is December, and it's still not there. I don't have 7. Yeah. But my phone was 200 euro. Made by Vodafone. A Vodafone.
0: That I got unlocked,
1: because I don't like them anymore.
0: Yeah. Their coverage is good. Their deals are just shit.
1: Yeah. It's very nice when you see, like, 90% of the country has 4G. But then you're like, "Is it unlimited?" But I though? have to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is going back to that entitled millennial thing and the net neutrality thing. We're going, <laughs> we're going all around the place. Okay, that would have been a nice circle. Except uh, we have more topics. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, how many people do you know that would never pay for an app? This is just a conversation piece, isn't a story?
0: Because
1: um, I I all, think it's most people. Mo- most people. I I
0: used to refuse to because yeah. I'd never done it and then I bought a guitar tuner app and realised how amazing it was and I was yeah.
1: like you can have these things <laughs> these really polished apps that don't have as many problems or ads yeah it's, uh, it's interesting like people people who write software typically have technical knowledge enough to pirate it yeah <laughs> people sometimes pirate the software they use to write software <laughs> have and, I done that? no and, I haven't <laughs> and the operator no you have and the operating system <laughs> and the operating system that they're using to run the text editor that they put in a fake license key for to write software. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's a weird kind of relationship. It's like I don't know, you, you write software and you want to be paid but you won't pay for other people's I That's tend fair. to do it because it's just it's better and Google Play makes it very easy because you can pay with credit. I'll Man. agree
0: with you on that regard, but I was getting a plugin for some music software. Okay. That I owned. Yep. And it, the the actual way it it was so locked down by licenses, I just got a cracked version.
1: Yeah. Because no, that the, was
0: drop one file here, as opposed to eight hours of me trying to log get through login screens and all. Yeah.
1: This. Oh, it's it's awful, but that that software is just so pirated. Like, it's kind of a catch-22. They make it so expensive because then people who actually, like, need to use it professionally will pay a lot of money. Yeah. Like, the way Photoshop and that kind of stuff used to be. Um, But then it's so prohibitively expensive that people won't buy it. Uh, So, yeah. Like, in this
0: case, I actually did buy it. Yeah. And I was
1: like, okay, you have
0: the money. I can torrent this now. It's fine. It's not, but... I mean, I think it is. It's not fine that I torrented it, but I didn't... I didn't... I, I didn't steal technically.
1: <laughs> you paid for software, and you got the you paid for access to software. I just got it from somewhere else. Yeah, you just <laughs> you just used a mirror. It's fine. Um, if I ever release something, please don't pirate it. But yeah, no, it's just, it's just really funny sometimes how people are like like really incredulous, like oh you pay for that? Like if people aren't used to like um, people aren't used to like Steam or whatever, they're like, yeah. what you pay for games? Like, that is the kind of entitled millennial expecting things to be free. Like, I the think.
0: older the older we get, the more we pay for stuff. Yeah. I knew... I knew... I. This was Lucas. I knew he was a, a big boy the day, the day Far Cry 4 came out and he went... He tried to pirate it and it took too long and he went, Ugh, I'll just buy it. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I bought it no I came free with my graphics card and I I did I, my internet went out one day and I went okay I want to play this game so I went in and I clicked the exe file because I couldn't launch Uplay the yep. Ubisoft lock everything behind DRM shit fest. so I clicked e- the exe and it popped up for a second and it closed and then the next time I logged in I had to re-download the whole game because it said I'd altered it oh uh, yeah see I just wanted to play my game when the internet was out
1: yeah it's an offline game yeah <laughs> This is like three different topics going into one. And we weren't even planning to talk about this. So... The whole point is... I will buy an app for a phone. But
0: I will not put credit on my phone to buy an app. If I have the credit there already... Yeah. I'll buy it or I'll wait. You
1: know what a great use for credit is though? In-app purchases. Yeah. When they're actually like useful and not just like bullshit. So you can buy... this This was a great discovery... You can buy Udemy courses with phone credit because oh. you can buy in-app purchases. So you get like a course on how to further your career as a developer or do That's whatever. That's really smart. For like five euro of credit that you weren't using anyways. So uh, yeah, like what I literally did, I was like, I was on the Udemy website on my laptop. Yeah. As you do. I was like, oh, I want to buy this course on, I forget what I think it was Angular. So I'm going through and I'm like, hmm, I wonder, do they have a mobile app? Load up the mobile app. So it was in an app purchase and used it from the credit that I would have wasted. Anyways. So pro tip courses for free, essentially. But in a lot
0: of other places, I know um, my mate in America, he says, when you
1: top your phone up to get your data plan, that credit's gone. Yeah.
0: We keep it here for some
1: reason. Yeah. I don't know. I think like it depends on carriers. Someone take half of it. Yeah. Um, someone take all of it.
0: So if I if I I get unlimited data for twenty euro a month, same. But I put the twenty in my phone, but I keep the twenty. Yeah, and you still get the unlimited. data. And then data. I use it. I use that twenty on stuff that I want as well. So
1: I don't really get what they're getting from me. See, most people don't do in-app purchases. They forget after twenty-eight days and they spend it on you know fifty megs of internet. Yeah, which okay. is what I do a lot of the time. So you're better off spending your money and supporting some developers. Beep. So, speaking of developers, phone apps, and possibly paying for stuff, Vine. Do you like Vine? Did you yeah, like Vine? When Did- it
0: came out, I hated it, but that's because of how I was. I was a big teenager, yeah, and I was like, oh, bro, I'm better than everything, Yeah, and now I think they're really entertaining.
1: <laughs> that's the <they're> gone. <laughs> so, um, when Vine came out, there's a throwback, I was rocking a Microsoft Nokia Lumia 520,
0: Oh, damn.
1: Yeah, those um, sub-hundred-euro phones you could get in every shop. <laughs> they did really well in Ireland. Like, they didn't really penetrate a lot of markets. They did
0: really well because O2 accidentally put them up for free one day. <laughs>
1: and then I, I remember
0: a guy in my class got nine of them.
1: Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, pretty good phones. I like them. They they served their purpose pretty well. Sometimes the button's broken. You have to put little pieces of paper in to keep them going. But, but that was fine back then. Yeah, my volume button completely fell out once. (laughs) Uh, So that was a bit of a problem. I had to do volume up and then like drag the slider down and bring it down to get it down. But uh, so I was rocking this phone. Vine comes out Mm -hmm. and uh, it wasn't supported. There was no Windows phone version. I wonder why. Yeah. So uh, it was the same with Snapchat. So I did like, I had this kind of third party Vine thing, which actually, like, Props to this developer. He made six Snap, which was eventually taken down and I lost my Snapchat account because I was using because it was a third-party app. He made six Tag, which was an Instagram app. Six Sec, as in six seconds. He made them all. Yeah, it was this one developer and they were all really, really clean apps. Like, I remember the that Snapchat one, you could put the text on another lines. line before yeah. Snapchat could do it. Yeah. And everyone I would with the send Windows it.
0: phone was like, oh yeah, look at me.
1: Yeah, I think that... Right, so if the developer's name is rudy h-u-y-n then he's left an impression on me for making good apps because that was like five years ago hune yeah rudy hune that's his name he's got a website instagram twitter um good job on making great apps but then my snapchat account got deleted and uh i didn't use vine because i didn't have a front-facing camera because i was using a lumia 520 but uh yeah i think vine compilations are so like interesting and prevalent yeah um people are getting really big who started on vine like the pauls so one of the co-founders of vine was like hey guys i'm going to redo vine or have a follow-up to vine as i said is and it this just, for porn no but vine was at the start well not for porn but it was used but for that before they put in all I the looked filters. into
0: making a uh, vine pornography app but you can't put that on the app store.
1: Yeah, that's why vine got taken off the app store for a bit. I think there would be no market penetration because of all the penetration.
0: <laughs> he looks so mad.
1: <laughs> like, why did you say that? So he was like, I'm going to work up or work on a follow-up to vine because it seems like people are still into the idea and it's pretty rad <laughs> and uh people were like throwing money at him. Like, I will support it because I love Vine. And, uh, yeah, we might have a Vine again. Does he own the idea? It doesn't. He, I don't think he has to. Like, he's just like, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm just going to do something. That's An app where similar. you can
0: make videos that
1: are short. Eight seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, It's not exactly, you know, the most crazy thing, but he was one of the co-founders of the original app. Yeah. So he has some kind of prestige behind him um i don't think the rest of the co-founders are going to join in but it doesn't really matter he's already done it once it's such a simple idea like yeah i'm not saying i could do it but well I, have you heard of this like trivia hq ah no okay so this thing is blowing up it's is a, it like quiz up it's different okay so from what i understand not using the app myself there are these live as in like live live streamed live quiz things yeah where they ask a question and you have 10 seconds from when they start asking Is the someone question. talking yeah like you're watching a video of someone asking questions and you're all in this group they do two quizzes a day and you're in this group and you have to like answer the right answer and you have like three seconds from when... multiple choice yeah i think so yeah um so they do two games a day and if you win you win money Oh. But you don't pay any money to get into it. That's ads. Um, I don't know about the ads actually. It's privately funded, that's oh, what I good. heard. But uh it's it's got like three hundred thousand active users at the moment. And it's not been out very long and it's like a live quiz thing like. It's a really simple thing, but it's just fucking huge at the moment. Seems like it'll die quick enough or it'll get bigger yeah that's it's <laughs> well i mean that's the two things that can happen essentially like there's or a leaderboard it could stay the same oh there's three things so yeah um it's a uh, it's the hottest game out now it's the new pokemon go you know maybe it's just not around that much in ireland i don't know i think it, it was like it was a Huge thing at like Thanksgiving in America. That's where I heard about it a lot. Yeah, so twice a day you can join a live-hosted trivia game, and you get a chance to win real money. How real? Dollars. How many dollars? Um, I don't know. Actually, eight dollar. Giving away two thousand dollars a day, one thousand on weekend. What? Uh, they give away less on the weekend i think they do it more or less often on the weekend oh and they have a couple million in venture capital funding so yeah interesting idea instead of like the twitter model where you just flat out don't make money there's one where you just like shovel out money (laughs) they're just they've got the the steepest burn down chart in uh presumably silicon valley Everyone's being accused of being a
0: Ponzi scheme now. It's um, is it Coinlist? Coinlist are being accused of being a two hundred and fifty-seven million dollar Ponzi scheme. But so, I, I literally just heard about them the other day. Was that the context in which you heard about them? No. Oh. They're doing. Um, what do they do? They are going to be the sellers of YouNow's upcoming cryptocurrency props. What are you now again? You now are like they're Periscope but for children. It's, oh god. Well it's not for children, but um
1: Children broadcast or children watch or broadcast. Both. It's so like it's like it's
0: it's like Twitch it, but it oh fuck. <laughs>
1: Join Google.
0: <laughs> you now is live streaming. Okay. But it's it's good. it's mainly like a it's a very it's a lot younger audience than something like Periscope where you have adult streaming. Okay. You will have adult streaming on you know I know I'm not a user of it I only found out about it because of this big ICO hype they're having. Um, mm. on it they have like you can you can tip people with. I don't know what they're called. I think it's like gold or something okay but i don't know if it has actual value and they're gonna replace that with with props? actual with props an
1: actual oh because you're giving them props yeah props okay could call it kudos
0: no that's our one <laughs> kudos yeah okay basically you know it's it's periscope but for a younger age group with a lot more features like you can give people a little bit of money but I don't, you can give them a currency Okay. They say they have like, I think it's either 300,000 or 60,000 daily
1: transactions. Transactions? Transactions is in me sending you stuff. Damn. They hand over. Oh, hold on. Okay, you- so I'm just on the Wikipedia. Uh, It competes with Meerkat and Periscope, but has been compared to Chat Roulette, which is not a good comparison. No. Founded in 2011, grew in popularity 2014-15. and it's, it's nothing like Chat Roulette. Yeah, okay. They bought a live streaming company, blogtv.com, in yeah. 2013. They did... The Huffington Post has a live show every week. There was a Shorty Awards for You Now of the Year. And America's Got Talent partnered with them to hold auditions for season 11. But it doesn't actually... Okay, I don't have any stats on their actual like uh The actual stats operations. are on the
0: uh, props white paper
1: ah okay
0: so everyone's making a cryptocurrency why not it's an interesting idea um but their new props app it looks kind of cool they have um imagine like uh it's a live stream but on my phone i can i have all my audience and then i can see who's got their camera turned on and then say you want to ask a question i can just drag you up to the top of the screen
1: this is with you now or props with i don't know
0: if, if the system's called props but they're yeah.
1: bringing out a new app. Okay,
0: okay. In association with it, yeah. And I think they're going to be trying to move people from You Now over. Okay. So you just you'll drag me up to the screen, and then we'll both be on the screen, and everyone watching can see that. Ah, okay. And it's really fast, like it's instant. That's,
1: that sounds pretty technically impressive, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Damn.
0: Because I was like, "What's You Now?" and I saw it, and I went, "This is not for me." <laughs> and then I, I heard about like, it's interesting technically. Yeah. But as a system i'm i'm too old for it
1: yeah it's a bit like um there are just some apps that even though we're young people who are you know up on our technology yeah we're not particularly invested in new social media or most social media no, i'm
0: quite against social media i think it's a lot of shit <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah same as but you know um most of it is some of it's okay it just depends like some of them you kind of build it yourself like twitter it depends on who you follow yeah exactly yeah so as long does, as you can curate it to a certain degree and it's not they being...
0: just it's there's a lot of toxicity in the social media space yeah and and then you know you you give good friends and the one day they'll, they'll say something just off the cuff completely political and you're like what <laughs> It's not even you don't dig- agree with their opinion. They're just really uninformed. You're like, I'm getting stressed.
1: Yeah. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, I think Facebook's the worst one for that. But uh, the, uh what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So there are apps that come along, like musically. Do you know what that is? It's you lie, you lip sync to a song yeah. and you, ha- you
0: have to be a cute boy with a big fringe.
1: Or a girl. I don't know now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's like a huge app with a huge audience, but it's not something me and you would ever use. Because the audience is... Fucking 12. Four, yeah. Oh, yeah, and then oddly it goes way up.
0: Um, I hear it's very big in the LGBT community for some reason. It's it, That's exactly what you're saying though. It just it hits
1: certain audiences really well. It's yeah. odd. Um, house Party? Don't know that. It was a group video chat app i don't know everyone joins a house party it uh it was big for a while and then it just completely stopped being big i think it just kind of fell off it's a bit like uh any anonymous messaging or like feedback leaving app like ask fm or any of those so the the uh, house fun is the url fun yeah i class. didn't know that was one can i get bum dot fun um <laughs> do you want me to price it for you yeah do you think it's on hover Hover. Sponsor us. <laughs> I haven't seen .fun, but maybe. I, I don't know what I'd do with that. I don't know. Would it be homeless people having fun? There's a lot of flexibility. Yeah. It's going to be expensive because it's a premium three-letter domain. Like a .com or a... No, like the, the oh, bum part. bum. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, make an offer. So it's <laughs> a... <laughs>
0: bum.fun
1: someone owns it maybe I should have went to the website um, so domain agents is going to let you try and uh, do that but I saw some other extensions that seemed very expensive probably because of the, the three letter first part so let's go to bum.fun and see what we find. <laughs> this part might be cut out as well theme <laughs> Fame... oh okay that just searched bum fun. that wasn't what I wanted <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why is there a forum called Female First coming up? And I read like the little... Okay, I'm just going to close that down. Let's go to the address bar and not the search bar. Same thing. Uh, be surprised. Okay, so site can't be reached. So someone owns it. They're just parked on it. It's whatever. So yeah, we are old fogies. Yeah. Not in touch with social media. We are not part of the attention economy
0: what's the attention economy
1: so everyone's like this is like the new thing well it's not that new but everyone's like the currency of now is people's attention so like you're vying for their attention if you're like doing marketing or whatever so you want them to be looking at your instagram and your instagram stories and your facebook and your twitter so yeah attention is a valuable commodity and uh you you and i aren't really well suited to that whole thing well, i've never been doing the
0: cool thing i remember i had a i had episode? a bebo page and this my maid in england she was like oh yeah come on get on this facebook thing and i was like Ugh, why would i use that that's going nowhere <laughs> <laughs> so that's my uh that was my business acumen right there
1: yeah and, well i mean certain types of personalities some people just don't want to do that yeah i guess but speaking of that You can follow us on Twitter, (laughs) go on our Facebook page, Uh, they're Slacker News cast on Twitter and Slacker News podcast on Facebook, I think. Yeah. And Slacker News podcast on Instagram. Yeah. And if you want to listen to the show, which you're already doing, but (laughs) you may not be aware of the other ways that you can do it. So we are on YouTube. Yeah. Slacker News podcast. Just search that. We'll turn up. We will turn up. (laughs) soundcloud we i think it's slacker news podcast Podcast. yeah boy uh tune in stitcher itunes and anything else no i think that's it soundcloud's tune in if you go on
0: youtube we're gonna have a sick new visualizer because i just legally acquired some adobe software so
1: this podcast could be out next week (laughs) and i could be in jail (laughs) So thank you for listening. And remember, keep watching the skis. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking look out <laughs>